It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Trot's talk. Live the dream. Get involved in harness racing today. NZ Harness Racing. Visit hrnz.co.nz. Kia good morning. Welcome to Trot's Talk on a Sunday here on SENZ. We continue our Super Sundays after last week. Akuta was enormous in the Hannah Memorial at Ahomaru. Today we go to the grass on the big grass track at the Mott where they have their big trotting cup feature for the year. It's a real race, a relevant race for races like the Redwick Farms Dominion heading forward. And Greg O'Connor and I, over the next half an hour, are going to go shopping for winners and crucial information for the Mott today. But while there'll be winners there, you can be a winner before the Mott starts. Your $50 bonus bet opportunity from the tab is a simple one to enter. Get your phone out. Text to double eight double three. That's us, not them. Double eight double three. We need your name, your TAB account number, and today's code word, which is easy. It's not even a real word. It's MOT. M-O-T for Motokarara, where we head today. If you're that way inclined and you think you can convince producer dude Robbie to give you the $50 bet, give us your sob story, make up a birthday, you can do whatever you like with this information and Robbie may well fall for it because he's only about 12 years old. So that's the way to get into our punt competition today. $50 bonus bet from our friends at the tab. Thank you, tab people. Double eight, double three. your name, your TAB account number, where you are in the country if you want to join the fun, and the code word MOT. And as I said, if you think you've got some reason you should get that fitty, add that to your text message here on ECNZ. This is Trot Store, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand, and Greg O'Connor is down there in Christchurch, and I know, Gregory, you're not at the MOT, but I'm sure you're close enough. So what's the weather like there in the wonderful city? We're in six and a half weeks we will all experience IRT New Zealand Cup Day together. Yeah, very good morning to you, Michael. Uh, a bit overcast, but quite warm, so looking forward to getting out to the Mott. They've actually got a blue September race, and as you know, whenever Todd Mitchell comes to town, well, I basically have to babysit him, Michael, so uh, that is the case once again. He drives in race number five, just the one drive, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting out there. The Banks Peninsula Cup, of course, named after the late, great D.G. Jones, the 1,000 win training man and a wonderful driver in his own right. This this is a good benchmark race when you think about some of the winners, and Paul Nairn's had a great run in it, Michael, with Call Me Now and Call You Later and the Habibis Inter and Ivy and... He gets a good chance with Matua Tana again today, so looking forward to catching up with him. And very shortly, we're going to speak to Tim Williams about a milestone that he achieved this week and uh, all things Stonewall Stud, because he's a big part of that operation. Let's do that. Tim Williams is on the line. Good morning, Tim. Thanks for joining us. 
G'day guys, how are we? Mate, the, oh, we're well. We're in a good mood, Tim. The All Blacks won last night. Everybody's feeling pretty good about life. Um, I'm sort of a Penrith supporter, so I'm pretty looking forward to the NRL final next week. Um, you've probably got more important things on your mind because at the moment you're a Jewel Island driver. You're popping up to Alexandra Park to drive for Stonewall Stud there. The team is on fire down south, and as Greg said, you are reaching personal milestones. I think it was win 700 this week. Tim, life must be feeling pretty good. Yeah, look, really lucky, Mick. Obviously, the position uh, in at the moment, like say, having the with Stonewall having the stables in the both both islands and being able to, to get up north when they need me to, it's been really lucky and uh, got a lot of uh, lovely horses sit behind. Tim, it could have been a vastly different experience for you because you you had. Yeah, a lot of very good drives at the All-Stars and you had Auckland Cup-type horses around you. Then all of a sudden, when you left the All-Stars, people could have thought, oh, well, how's Tim Williams going to get on? How many freelance drives is he going to get? Does he have the confidence to be a top driver? Maybe some of those same questions were answered about Blair Orange and he answered them. You're answering them too. Do you feel like you're a better driver after the last couple of years of all the different barns you've driven for and all the different places you've travelled to, do you feel like Tim Williams 2022 is better than, say, pre-COVID Tim Williams? I think so, Mick. I think it's, um, you know, one thing I've taken from driving a lot of those all-star horses, you've got to have a lot of confidence in your horse and when you're on the track in those big races. And, you know, I was lucky enough, like, say, over, over the years there to, had a lot of opportunity in those big races, so it's definitely, definitely rounded me as a driver. And you know, I think at the moment, it's you know, I'm enjoying the driving, and it's you know, I'm just trying to trying to be cool, calm, and collective out there, and make sure we're pulling the right rein at the right time. Timmy, you're had about 15 or 16 Group One wins thus far. You went very close with Kalua Flyby on Friday night in the uh, in the Group One at Alexandra Park. Um, Took an exceptional performance from Woolwood Nike. You must have thought you were nearly home in that. Yeah, it was a, it was a tough one. Obviously, so close, but but so far, um, yeah, really pleased with the filly. She she shot through and and looked like she might have been going to win halfway up. But you know, she just got a little bit lost when she hit the front and just pricked the ears. Probably at the wrong time. And you know, credit to Mark's filly. She she knuckled right down to the line and and just got us on the line. So, um, you know, it was close, but no cigar. Tim, anything with Artie in its name at the moment, you're having a great run with and the flying uh, Artie's Express uh, doing some great things and looking forward to the Group 1 Neville are on uh, Cup Day at Addington. Uh, Artie by the Hill is the horse you drive today for Team Dunn, that's Jenna and Robert, in the majestic son DG Jones uh, handicap trot. Uh, a newcomer to their barn, but, geez, made an impression, hasn't he? First up at Addington Raceway, he powered away. I know it's a, a step up today, but... From what John's told me a couple of times, this horse is really on the improve, and it wouldn't be a surprise at all if he went pretty close today. Yeah, it's uh, you know, I spoke to John here in the week. He, he said the horse has, has really come on since since the first up run, and you know it was a great run first up. So you know he's sort of dipping his toe in, in the water against some of the bigger ones again today, and you know, first time on the grass. So you know, we're going with a lot of confidence after his first up run, but uh, you know it's quality field today, so we'll get a line on how he's going to measure up. Got a couple of chances for the Stonewall team I wanted to ask you about. Let's have a look at race number nine. Inside second row draw for Obsession. Gee, she's done nothing wrong, has she? Excellent last time behind Queen of Diamonds last week on Hannon Day. 
uh, prior run at Addington behind first rose was also very good. It's a tricky draw, but she's got the wood on most of these. Yeah, really tricky draw, Greg. Obviously, you know, won the back row. We we're, were in the lap of the gods early, and you know, I think the one we follow out is not blessed with a lot of gate speed. So it's just going to depend on what sort of passes she gets. But you know, from the from the draw, if she gets any luck, she's you know, you've seen the last few starts. She's got a very quick turn of, of foot. So obviously, the Mark and Hayden's one drawn out wide is going to be one to beat, but. If we're on the fence, getting the soft run and the gaps come our way, she should be far away. Yeah, of course, that's Group 1 winner, A Better You, taking her on. What about Bo Duke in the last? Uh, Trials-wise, leading into his resumption today, he's got a second-row draw to operate from, and uh, he has had a go on the grass, and it was a winning performance. You know, I think the draw probably suits him, Greg. Um, yeah, he follows out the right ones, and he's going to be in the running line and hopefully getting not a too bad a too bad a trip. You know, he's a horse. He probably needs to race handy to the speed, and if he can get that sort of soft run handy to the speed, he, he won't be far away. Um, you know, you've seen his previous runs. He's you know he's never been been far away, so uh, you know, I expect him to be thereabouts today with the right trip. Timmy, your partner Amy was a massive part of the uh, Kelly and Murray Edmonds night at Addington on Thursday night. It's Mota Carrara today. Mota Carrara Murray, as he's affectionately known, uh, will probably make an appearance. What an awesome effort uh, that fundraising night on Thursday night was. And uh, you must be pretty proud of Amy uh, get, teaming up with Sandy Curtin and, of course, Stevie Golding. They, they put together a terrific night. And, uh, yeah, uh, we can't say enough about uh, Murray and how, how people warm to him because uh, he, he's he's the great example of, of a harness racing person who's just given it everything. Yeah, the nail on the head, uh, Greg, like say, so, champion bloke, great uh, you know, great family and have been great supporters of the Montecarara over many years now and, and like say, too, it's, I think it was a big credit to, like say, the, the three, Amy, Sandy and Stevie, the sort of people when they get together and put their head, heads all together and, you know, got something to work towards you see what they come up with the other night and the uh, prizes and the people they got to, to rally behind it to credit all three. So I know, you know, there's a lot of lot of work went in and it wasn't just all them, there's a lot of other people that were a part to play, but, you know, just just great that it all come together on the night and, you know, everyone really got behind it and, you know, it was a great night out. Well, Tim, congratulations on, on the achievement this week of, of 700 driving successes. Um, obviously, well on your way to 1,000 and, and could well get there inside a couple of years. Um, pass all our regards to Murray. All of us in the harness racing industry and the racing industry full stop are thinking about him. It's a, a tough time for everybody involved, mate. So please pass those on and good luck today on the big grass track at Montecarrara. No worries. Thanks very much, guys. It's Tim Williams getting some good entries into our text competition, double eight, double three. A few people saying that last night after the Waikato were being pathetic in the Shield Challenge, uh, Brett says he deserves the $50. We've got a, um, a couple of people saying, my bloke said, I've got to go to, to Mott today because I watched the Sydney Swans yesterday and they were pathetic and I need some coin. Mm, James, well, it probably serves you right for backing the Sydney Swans, to be completely honest. Uh, and Dean is a Warriors supporter and he wants $50 to put on Oscar Bonavina. And he's a stag supporter. He's having a tough year, Dean. Hmm. Okay, a fair bit going on. Give us your reasons. Give us your reasons for the $50. Text them to double eight double three. Your name, your TRB account number, code word MOT, and try and convince producer dude Robbie, who now looks completely confused because we've got some good ones in here coming today. One guy said, hi, I'll go halves with you if I win, mate. Well, Mike, it's not a bad attempt. Okay, let's see if you can convince producer dude Robbie you get the $50 to have a bet today. Sam Otley is on the phone. Good morning to you, Samantha. How are you? Thank you. How are you? 
I'm in love with life, Sam. Now, tell me, do you prefer driving on the grass tracks on a nice day, like today at the Mott where there's no galloping and it's a nice surface, or do you prefer driving on something like Addington? Um, I prefer both, um, Nick. That, but, yeah, you, you probably can't be on a nice day on the grass track, you know, like on a Sunday like today when you get the crowd and that, it sort of it brings a, an atmosphere and that, so it's a little bit different to Addington. But, um, yeah, I, I, I prefer both, but, um, yeah. Hopefully it's a good day out here today. Sam, with the horses, when they get onto the grass, do you get the feeling like when you're warming them up sometimes, hey, this thing likes the grass, or is it all much of a muchness? Because we hear about some horses who are grass track specialists. Do they actually feel like they're enjoying it more than some other horses? I guess some some probably do enjoy the grass a little bit more. I think it, it may be like maybe evens it out a little bit for the ones that haven't got real high speed, you know, so it takes a bit of speed out of some of the ones that do, but um, yeah, and then you see ones that sometimes just can't handle it and can't go, but I guess you don't know until you try, but um, most of them handle it and, and, and take it in their stride good as gold. Hey Sam, I know you love driving at the Mott and you've got half a dozen chances today. You kick things off with a hell of a moment in the first for the Garters family and this one has trolled up quite nicely. It's out of the take a moment family and it's come up favourite. Is that a surprise to you off the back of that most recent trial? We're third of three, but when you consider the two horses in front, Wi Fi and high energy, you weren't disgraced. That's right. He was um, just there last week to um, get his mobile ticket and just sort of follow them around and have a quiet one as it was only on Wednesday and, you know, you got the races here today. So he just did what he had to, but. Um, I probably think he's probably short because, um, you know, his trial form and that. But in saying that, he's first up. He's never been on the grass and he's very, very green. But um, what he's done so far has just been on uh, his natural ability. He, Like I say, he doesn't know anything. But, you know, if he starts in a bit of ring craft, I think he'll be a horse to follow for sure. All right, so that's race number one, hell of a moment. Horse five, who's currently about 270 or 280. Uh, race number two, Kalani Dance. Well, she's had her chance to win a race. Mind you, she's five times placed, so she'll get another opportunity. At the Mott, she's placed in both of her runs. Uh, what about her chances today from Barrier 4? Yes, like you say, she's got a win in her somewhere when she gets the right run. Um, if it's today, I'm not sure. John Four's a little bit niggly with a, a couple of the more favoured runners on the inside of her, but um, she's honest, and, and she actually didn't disgrace herself last week in the, the filly seat at Omaru. She actually wasn't that far off them at all, so... Yeah, she tries hard. She just needs the right run, and, and she'll be there about, hopefully. Tack Teal in race number three. Out of the group one winner, Tack Lizzie. First up, Addington. Nothing wrong with that. Third in behind, Me Too. Goes to a stand today from barrier one. Is that any problem? That's probably the only um, real query there is drawn one. Um, he's had a couple of workouts on the stands, and, and he was sort of safe enough, and he's been on the grass at the at the uh, Methan trial, so that won't worry him. It's just... Um, He's sort of a horse in work in progress too. He um, He's still learning what it's all about. But, um, you know, on his first run, he's definitely an each-way show of, if he does everything right and goes as good as he did at Eddington. All of these horses trained by Mark Jones, of course. Songbird's another one in race six, inside second row draw. Although sometimes that's not the worst at the Mott because uh, if they go pretty quick last half, uh, Sam, you need to be on the markers. For sure. Um, she's probably the right draw for her, to be honest. She sort of needs to be tucked away and, and saved up for that one run. And drawn there, you know, you're, you're sort of dictated by the one, but um, if she gets a split at the right time, she'll, she'll be running on. She's, she just is what she is, and, and she's in the right um, rating band. So, 
you know, it's an even old field. It'll be the whoever gets the right run in that field will get the money. Samantha, in the last uh, couple of drives for you, Superstar Legend and Major Memphis, of those two, which is the best? Um, I don't mind either of them for a gold coin um, chuck in there. Um, Superstar Legend won't mind the grass. Um, she's got options too. She's got a wee bit of gate speed if you want to. But um, And also the, the boy in the last. There's been a few scratchings on the inside, which will help. Um, you know, there's a couple of the better ones on the second row, and obviously, no matter what, drawn two will be probably the hardest. But um, his work's actually been good, so I've been happy enough with him. And yeah, like I say, if he gets the right run, he's got a bit of speed to hopefully get over the top of them. Thanks, Sam. We appreciate your time this morning. Get round safe at the Mott today, and we're looking forward to you being part of our show more over the spring, heading forward into IRT New Zealand Cup time. Are you looking forward to Cup time, Sam? Are you looking forward to getting back out there with big crowds and a bit of hype and a chance to get dressed up and go for a wine afterwards? Are you excited about the Cup being six and a half weeks away? Yeah, for sure. Um, like you say, it was always a little bit different, you know, last year with COVID and, and restrictions and that. It really put a little bit of a dampener on it all but um, you know with the crowds back and everyone excited to get back out there and that it, it certainly will will make it make a difference and um, yeah I'm certainly excited hopefully I can get on some nice horses and you know have a bit of luck. Let's hope so Sam we'll see you down there that's six and a half weeks to go Sam Otley heads to the Mott today as does Tim Williams after a milestone week getting lots of texts in we're getting one for someone saying wow I've only got 11 cents left in my account you want $50 okay that's, that's not a bad excuse. Last night, one of our other texters had a $50 multi, or had a multi last night. Will Jordan first try, New Zealand to win by 13 plus, Cody Taylor to score a try, and Cora Betty to score a try, and then he stepped out with no pressure on him at all. That's a bit of a sob story. That's not bad. But producer Dude Robbie has better ones coming in. Text in to us, double eight double three. Your name, your TAB account number, the code word for today is MOT, M-O-T, that's the easy part, and tell producer Dude Robbie, or myself, or even Greg, why you deserve a $50 bet. You can make something up, we don't care, we can't prove whether it's true or not. Producer Dude Robbie doesn't really know, he probably doesn't know you. He may give you $50. Do your absolute best. Text into double eight double three. We're going to take a break. On the other side, we're going to talk to one of the legends of trotting in New Zealand and Paul Nairn. This is Trot's Talk with Harness Racing New Zealand. Thanks for joining us on a Sunday morning. Welcome back to Trot's Talk. Get your text into double eight double three. Give us a reason why you should be a $50 bonus bet winner courtesy of the TAB. But we also need your name, your TAB account number, and the code word for the day, which is MOT because we are heading to Motokurara today for a play on the big track, and there is a feature trotting race. It is a beauty, and Paul Nairn has a couple in the race. Good morning to you, Paul. Thank you for joining us, mate. Good morning, Mick. Mate, how is Matuatana? Because he's big, and I can't work him out, and I think he's a little bit crazy, and he's a bit awkward, but I also know he's very talented. Um, what version of Matuatana are you expecting to take onto the track at the Mot today? Well, I, I like to think I'm on the right track with him. Nick, he's, he is trotting better, uh, a bit squarer in his gait, and he seems happy. He, he's a big, awkward sort of horse, very big horse, um, and he, he just finds, you know, some things a bit awkward to, you know, when he gets away or gets a wee check or something. He, it just doesn't take much to put him off a bit. But I was happy... Although he made a mistake early going up behind the gate the other day, I was pleased he sort of got himself out of it pretty 
pretty good for him. So I think he's sort of happy and he wants to do it. So yeah, hope, hopefully you know, a nice big big grass track just just might suit him. Hopefully. Paul, it's a race that you've targeted plenty of times and had good success with the Call Me Now, Call Me You Later, Habibi Inter, Habibi Ivy. So in terms of a build-up towards New Zealand Cup Carnival, this is a race that you like to to, uh, set your horses for, and it's a good grounding. Is is that the way you see it? Uh, Yes. You know, it's nice to have a good good race on the grass for that class of horse, like... You know, just just for a change from being on the all weather all the time, it does does suit some of them. So, no, it, it's a great great lead up race with a, with a lot of tradition. Paul, you've got a two pronged attack this year because you also have Resolve starting off the front row. So Matu Atana off ten, Matadero's twenty, and then Oscar Bonavina thirty. Uh, Resolve just keeps going good races and finding one better all of the time. I thought an excellent performance from her at uh, Omaru in that feature trot last year for the uh, last week rather for the fillies and mares um she's getting there isn't she she's going to win her share of races uh yeah, she she's a good honest honest wee mare um going good races i mean she you know it's, she hasn't had a, didn't start racing until she was four sort of thing so you know um you'd like to think there could be could be improvement in her as the time goes on Good manager, and she's gone well on the grass in the past, so that's sort of the reason we, we put her in there too. She's only had the one start there at the motor course, and she won that. Um, is Matuatana flat out a better horse, and is 10 metres enough for Resolve to be able to beat him home? Um, well, just on sheer ability, you'd, you'd have Matuatana ahead, even with the 10 metres. Um, but I mean, she can begin quick, and, and with the front line draw, uh, you know that she's got that in her favour. The other fellow, you know, doesn't doesn't take much just to, um, you know, making make a mistake sometimes. Paul, Paul you also. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry Gregory, you go first, no. brother. Uh, El Conqueror in race number 10 is also starting for your stable today. Uh, expectations around him? He's second up for this this time in. Uh, yes, he, he's been working well. Uh, you know, he's been working well before his previous start at Addington too. But he just—he was just a wee bit, um, just just lost getting a good position early. He just just hit the stay on the card a couple of times. Bob said, and just otherwise, he just had to be a bit careful with him around the first bend, and he got finished up being left parked. Um, yeah, so it's just just a fair run, I thought. But he's he's trained on well through the week and. You know, I think he's he's a sort of a horse that's um, shown me enough ability to sort of hope he'd get better with a bit of time when he gets a bit stronger. Um, and he's won on the grass previously also. So, yeah, you'd like to think he's a good sort of show in that sort of field today. Uh, Paul, a horse I'm, I'm interested in hitting forward is Masterly. I think he's a pretty good horse, um, and he might be your next really good open-class horse. When do we expect to see him next, and and is he as good as I think he is? Uh, I'm just having a few problems with him at the moment. Just uh, he's just had a, like a bit of a um, bruise and a foot sort of coming out of the heel, and um, it's just held me up a bit. Um, so um, yeah, I mean, he just have, hasn't been trotting as well as he can, even 
disregarding that. So I've had a couple of little issues with him. Um, yeah, no, he's got. He seems to have quite a bit of ability, but um, you know, I've got to get those things sorted out first. Well, mate, we're looking forward to seeing him get back to something like his best, but looking forward to the big trotting race today. Do you like it, Paul? Do you like rocking out to the mott and getting on the grass? And I know you're an old-school type of dude. Do you like getting out there for this type of race today as opposed to rocking up to Eddington most Friday nights? Um, well, yeah. So, you know, it's a, it's a race like, you know, work from the old boss, Bill Doyle. We, we always had nice horses racing that race, like like Sanea Charles and... And about now, won that race, and, and I think, I think it, you know, when when was the first winner of the race? I think when, when she came back from America. So, you know, it's generally been um, generally been a very good race, and and I think I think a lot of the trotters they do appreciate a, a you know a good a run on the grass. It's, it's just um, like a different surface to the all weather all the time, and it's you know it just works in well with the program leading up to. You know the likes of the cup meeting, which is you know coming up not far away now. Uh, mate, Habibi Inter is racing this Friday coming up at Addington. They have a huge night coming up there with the Canterbury Classic, and they have Sunday Sun back on track. How is Habibi Inter the former very dramatic Dominion winner? Um, well, I'm happy with his work. Um, he, he's obviously coming back. He said had quite a few um, uh, problems. You know, think you know. Uh, in the past couple of years, but he's still got the right attitude, I feel, and he's, his work's been, you know, it's got sort of improved since his last run at Eddington a few weeks ago, So, which it would need to, but his work, like this last week, has been very happy with him, actually. That's good news, Paul. Looking forward to seeing him back too, because his Dominion win a few years ago now was... Pretty dramatic stuff. Hey, mate, thanks for joining us today, Paul. We know you've got a busy day coming up, and um, good luck with the team, and most especially Matuatana. Yes, you know, thanks, thanks very much, Mick and, and Greg. Thank you. Great to have Paul Neer, one of the trotting geniuses of the country, uh, on the show this morning. One of the other geniuses of the country on the on the punting front is Matt Pede, and he's had half a week off, which it's good, Matt. I'm glad to see you getting some time off. You're going to need a brother because you've got a busy, busy time coming up. The next mm, six months. Yeah, that's right. It was good to take a couple of couple of quiet days, but you never really hear, never really get rid of the racing. It's sort of there in the background. So, but, um, yeah, nice to freshen up. Is it harder being a bookmaker and setting markets for a big grass track meeting like the Mott than it is setting something for Addington where the All Stars or the Duns or Team Telfer might have a couple of shorties? Is it harder when you get to these big fields on the big track because? I find it's harder as a punter. I think it's definitely harder as a punter, but from a bookmaking perspective, I think you've got a little bit of a little bit more room to move with those shorties. They they probably don't start as short. The better ones is what they might on the all weather or the grip, but um, but on the grass, you sort of have a more even market than what you might on the might on the all weather. So that's probably one key difference when fronting the market on the grass. I think any money today anywhere for anything. Mick Matadiros in the DG Jones Cup, it's been absolutely hammered. Um, we, we all know it grows a leg on the grass, and it's probably not that surprising that they're, they're coming forward here exclusively. Um, 2.4 at the moment into 185, but at the moment it holds 12 times more money than what anything else does in the race, so I'd be shocked in the early afternoon if we could still get 185. Um, biggest bet on him at the moment is 1,000 at 240, but there's a heap of two, three, and $400 bets on him, so... 
like the public money's with him, and I can see him at a guess going around dollar sixty, dollar seventy by the time they jump. Matthew, you've got a heap of markets open at tab.co.nz for all sorts of races, but the biggest dance is the IRT New Zealand Trotting Cup off the back of a stunning performance from Rock and Roll Do uh, on Friday night. We're going to catch up with Mick Stanley very short, shortly. Uh, he's into $11, and I saw a standing start trial from him last night, which indicated that shouldn't be a problem. If he gets here, he's going to start shorter than that, isn't he? Yeah, bang on. He was $26 before the Kilmore Cup ring, and uh, we thought the $11 probably had him safe enough, just given he's not on New Zealand shores yet, but the punters don't really seem to care about that. They're still taking the $11, and well, if they keep coming for him in the same way that they're coming for him now, I wouldn't actually shock me if he was in for single figures by the end of the week, but time will only tell that. But um, There seems to be plenty of confidence in the New Zealand marketplace that, uh, that he's going to be pretty darn competitive once he does get here. Matt, we always appreciate your thoughts on a Sunday morning, mate. Thank you for jumping on board and giving us uh, the win movers there at Matadiros and the DG Jones Memorial Cup out at Mott. Mate, we'll be leaning on you a lot more heading forward to the IRT New Zealand Cup six weeks and two days from now. Pleasure, guys. Thank you very much. It's Matt Peden from the TAB, a guy who genuinely cares about his harness racing. He's not doing the job for the money. He loves it, and it's great to have him as part of our coverage heading forward because things are getting awfully serious. They get serious today on the grass at the Mott. Get your texts in. Uh, Carolyn from down in Invercargill said she's been backing too many of her friends' horses, so she needs a top-up. We've all been there, Carolyn. We've all been there before. They tell you that they're going to win. They don't. And afterwards you think, why did I listen to he or dot she? Okay, let's get your text in. Double eight, double three. Name, TRB account number, code word Mott, and why you deserve a $50 top-up. Poor old producer dude, Robbie. Like, he's sitting here, he's totally confused, he's he's not watching, like, TikTok like most teenagers do. He's trying to work things out about who should win this $50 bet, and Greg and I aren't helping at all, because we're, we're just here to talk about horses. We don't really care about producer Robbie and his struggles today. Get those texts in. We want him to struggle more, to give us more reasons why you should get your bet. On the other side of this, we're going to continue our hunt for winners on this wonderful weekend of racing, and later on, Greg alluded to it. Mick Stanley, in from Australia, is he actually coming to the IRT New Zealand Cup with Rock and Roll Do? Let's find out together. Hidden talent, 400 metres to go. Paramount Empress, the leader. Blythe's only a neck away. Three wide, Elatine. Majestic Love awaits an out. And then Minnie McGugan, 30.6, third quarter. Paramount Empress for home. Back to the inside, Majestic Love coming to challenge. Elatine wide is running on. Paramount Empress, the leader from Majestic Love. Here's Hidden Talent flashing home down the outside. Majestic Love got to Paramount Empress. Hidden Talent's coming way too quick, though, and charges over the top. She's three out of three. Hidden talent, she's a wee beaut. If you didn't see that at Addington on Thursday night, where they had a great night, they turned over 1.1 million, so they did a super job down there on a Thursday meeting. Hidden talent just came out and won like a horse. You go, wow, that's a horse I want to follow. Another one from Team Williamson, this time Nathan Williamson. People know my views on Nathan. I think he will end up being one of the great trainers in our country, even with the slight geographical disadvantage of living in Southland when it comes to travelling horses to the big meets. He knows what he's doing, and he's got a very good horse on his hands. He joins us this morning. Good morning to you, Nathan. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. Good, mate. Good, mate. Mate, that's a good filly. That's a good horse. How good is it? 
Yeah, you yeah, know, well, quite impressive the other night, Mick. Um, yeah, obviously she's sort of been untapped till uh, till the other night, but um, yeah, no, real impressed with her the other night. So you'd have to say she's got a bit of a future, that's for sure. Reminded Matt Cross, who who was in good form the other day. Matt did a great job Thursday, then rocked up at Alexandra Park on Friday, and he's in form. And he called it. He said, "There's a bit of dark horse about her. Does she feel a bit dark horseish?" Yeah, definitely. I suppose, obviously, being a full sister to Dark Horse, um, there's a bit of that family ability there. So, um, yeah, no, definitely um, a lot of the same traits as a full sister. So um, you'd have to say, let's hope that she can just, um, you know, keep going the same way and obviously um, hope she can stay sounder than her older sister. But, um, yeah, the signs are good at this stage, so let's hope she can just keep improving. Nate, I saw her in the stables afterwards while you were giving her a wash. She's got a bit of sass about her. She's pretty quick with those back legs. Um, she takes that to the track, though, and that's often a good sign. Yeah, that's right. You know, she has got a bit of bit of that about her. Um, and also, um, yeah, a lot of traits like her older sister. So, no, hopefully, um, yeah, as you say, um, yeah, she does, does sort of um, portray that on the track, too, which is which is a good thing. She has taken a wee bit of time because of that fact. She was quite um, quite sassy early days, but um, and as you've probably seen the other night, she's still quite an immature-looking filly, so um, she's definitely going to thrive as she gets a bit older. So, um, you know, yeah, hopefully um, the best is still to come from her. Nate, before we get to your good horse, Pembroke Playboy, uh, you're honing in on this 1,000 win club, 968, I think you sit on now. You drove a smart maiden yesterday, Deuce Coop, for Alistair Black. In the Alistair Black, congratulations, 100 training wins. He's done a great job, Alistair, hasn't he? And this maiden looks like it's got a future. 258.3 first up. They don't normally go that quick. No, that's right. It was a beautiful day there yesterday, all the same. But no, it was, was quite impressive for a wee two-year-old on debut. And um, yeah, no, as you know, Alistair, he's been doing a super job for a long time. So, I mean... Um, yeah, you, no, no surprise to see a first start of his go that well. So, um, no, quite an impressive wee horse, and I'm sure he's got a bit of a future. Nathan Pembroke, Playboy, resumed in the Hannon last Sunday. He led them up and, and finished into third position. What did you make of that, and how's he come through it? Yeah, OK, so I thought he was just OK, um, Greg. He, he went well, but, um, yeah, he, he's possibly... Um, you know, he can go a length or two better. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't disappointed with him. We just sort of come back and, and regroup since then. He's, he's just been a little bit um, probably subdued this week and just not quite on top of it. So we're going to um, miss the Canterbury Classic next week going forward and probably um, you maybe look at something like perhaps even Meffin, but maybe more so the logical next target might be... Um, the flying stakes and maybe just trial him a couple of times in between. Um, I just think he, he had quite a hard trial leading into Amaru and um, I perhaps didn't have him just quite ready enough for that and he, and he just sort of um, maybe didn't bounce back as well as I'd hoped. So, um, yeah, it just feels like he might have just gone a wee bit flat, so we'll just freshen him up a little. Nath, we love having you on the show, mate, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing more of this filly, looking forward to seeing Pembroke Playboy, because, hey, it's not an easy road, the open-class stuff, and it sounds like you're putting a lot of thought into what to do with him next. Have you got one for us? In the next couple of weeks or the next month, have you got one of the blue colours with the sash that we should look out for? Yeah, well, I probably, um, yeah, like, I've got a obviously a nice wee three-year-old um, Sandwave. He's he's come up really really good. Um, he's going to race on Friday night at Eddington against the big boys. So possibly just probably need a run or two to to foot it with them. But um, 
there's a nice race from at Ashburton, the um, the sophomore classic that he slips into really nicely and probably away from the sort of the three or four best three-year-olds in New Zealand. Um, you know, that's a race for sort of targeting as an early target for him and then um, hopefully he can build to the better stuff. But he's, he's a good horse and um, he's come up really good. Great stuff, Nate. Thanks for joining us this morning, mate. Nah, champion guys, thank you. Nathan Williamson had a really big win at Addington on Friday night. Addington is in the south, and it's time for Southern Man Sunday. I'm a Southern man, and I'm so thrilled. I got the south in my blood, and I'm going to be here till I'm dead and well dead. Greg O'Connor's a proud Southern man down there for Southern Man Sunday at the model. Makes me a proud Southerner too, but I live in Auckland these days and I'll basically align myself with whoever pays me the most. But Gregory's a true Southerner. So Gregory, down there for your Southern Man Sunday, what are the couple of winners for our listeners who we love having our here for company on a Sunday morning? Yeah, Michael, I reckon we can get things underway nice and early. There's a horse in race number one. Hell of a moment who we heard from Sam Otley earlier is the favourite for the first, but Gazza beat. Two weeks ago we had Kieran Tomlinson on the show, and she said this guy out of Honey Beat, a family you'll know well, Honey Son and the like, um, has immense ability. It looked like it was going to run in the money behind Paige at Miffin first up, flashing down the outside and galloped right on the post. So therefore, uh, lost its chance. I reckon it can win the first today. Nice barrier draw uh, with that race day experience. A Gazza beat in the first, around $5. Race two, Michael Kane can definitely win uh, for the Hope team. And in the last race, all the money's with uh, the Purden Cullen trained at no matter what, the Philly by Rock and Roll Dance, who has a nice barrier draw. If you get a chance, Michael, and we do this with HRNZ, Go and have a look at the first up run of a horse called Star Casino. Trained and driven by Jim Curtin. Only one start at the mod. It was a winning performance. Absolutely stormed home, albeit beaten eight lengths, but just made up a stunning amount of ground in its first up run at Addington last week. Star Casino each way in the last about 20 to 1 if it hasn't been your day. And we know the Bermuda Triangle that can be the mod. It might be the way to get out. Race 11, number 13. Thank you, Gregory. We're getting some great text in. Mike from Omaruas text in. My email password has been hacked, and that's the third time this week I've had to rename the cat. Good stuff, Mike. That gives you that picture in the running. Picture in the running for the fifty dollar bet. Get those texts in double eight double three. On the other side of this break, we head to Australia. You are going to hear it here first from Mick Stanley. Is Rock and Roll Do coming to the IRT New Zealand Cup? Don't go away. That's coming up next. It's Rock and Roll Do off the back five meters. Max Shard like a wildfire under pressure now. Around the outside, Max Delight let down with a run and Honolulu Bay. They're both coming into it off the back straight in a scintillating twenty six point seven. Rock and roll do let for home. Maxard comes out off the pegs. Torrid Saint runs on. Honolulu Bay with a run out wider. Rock and roll do finds though. Rock and roll do kicked the way. He's got them covered. Rock and roll do. Torrid Saint getting through to second, but Rock and roll do does it easily. He's the real deal, maybe the best horse in Australia, and he is nominated for the IRT New Zealand Cup. $26 on Friday night for the Cup. He's now 11. Matt Peden saying he could be single figures. Mick Stanley trains and drives. Mick, isn't it exciting? You may have a New Zealand Cup runner. He may be a New Zealand Cup winning chance. Do you think you'll be joining us in Christchurch on November the 8th? Morning, Mick. Um... Yeah, um, it's very exciting, and um, yeah, we're a um, 
we're, we're a massive chance to uh, to be joining you, that's for sure. So, um, especially after, um, obviously, we we nominated before his last two two starts, where he's um, turned up and sort of shown everyone, you know, what what we thought he was. Um, so that just probably, you know, solidifies the the thoughts that we had and and uh, makes our um, yeah, thought process in, in coming over there a lot stronger. So, um, yeah, especially after seeing how strong he ran out the, the 2,700-metre um, race on uh, Friday night there. Um, yeah, we're, um, you know, really, uh, really planning seriously to, to get over there. OK, he heads to the Victoria Cup on October the 8th. Is it a case that if you head to the Victoria Cup and things go well, as long as nothing goes wrong afterwards, you'll be coming to Eddington? I think now, um, I think now that we, we've seen how um, much of a serious horse it is already, it it, it probably won't. Uh, the result of the Victoria Cup won't really um, change our mind, Mick, um, because Melton is a is a tricky track. If you happen to draw bad over the twenty two hundred meter um, start there at Melton against a quality field like a Victoria Cup, you could easily run, uh, you know, anywhere from fourth to eighth and still run a really good race. So, um, yeah, so we won't be deterred by the result in the Victoria Cup. We're, we're still really, really keen to, to go regardless. Um, as, long as, as long as the horse, we feel the horse still goes well and he's, he's in good order, of course, as you say. So, um, yeah, so uh, hopefully after the Victoria Cup, we can, um, we can get all our travel plans in place and, and still make the trip. Mick, you qualified from a standing start last Monday. Would you like to give him either a standing start trial or even a lead-up race in New Zealand? Yeah, definitely. I think that um, I think we really do need to do that, Mick. So, um, you know, we only stepped away, um, you know, pretty casually, to be honest, at, at in the trial just to make sure that we did get that ticket to qualify to make it easier for, for after the Victoria Cup to, um, you know, really put the screws down on him and, and make him start a little bit quicker and what have you. So, look, we're probably... The thought process at the moment is to to get over there probably the week after the Victoria Cup straight away. And then, yeah, possibly, obviously, we have the, the flying stakes at, at Ashburton there and, and the cup trials um, the week week before in the middle. So, um, yeah, if we, if we do head over, both of those, um, you know, we would probably go around in to, to give him that experience. Mick Greg O'Connor here. Congratulations on the way you've got him going. You've trained over 500 winners now, and your name's associated with all the Soho's, Tribeca being the best of those. Where does this guy rate uh, in the in the horses you've had in the past? Because on on the face of it, he, he looks to be right up there. Yeah, thanks, Greg. Good morning to you. Um, yeah, he, he is right up there. Um, you know, probably... Um, I actually didn't train Soho Tribeca for that long. I think I only had eight starts with him at the back end of the career. So, yeah, although that um, people seem to see me as his trainer, I, I never really had him for that long. I, did, I only had, was lucky to have him for a short period of time at the back end of his career. So um, so probably probably from my perspective as a trainer, Rock and Roll Do, uh, particular, was, a, was an outstanding Philly and she probably holds the the place in our heart, but um, you know she sort of never got the opportunity to go past her juvenile years. So at the moment, I think um, yeah, Rock and Roll Do is right up there in in what he's done in the Open class so far, and 
hopefully the next um, couple of years he can he can surpass the, the other horses that we've had. Exciting times, Mick. I'll see you at Melton in a couple of weeks, mate. We'll talk more. Thanks for having me, guys. Mick Stanley, very exciting to have rock and roll do potentially coming to the IRT New Zealand Cup. Producer dude, Robbie, you got your work cut out today, brother. We have had a stack of entries. Who gets, a who lot gets of good texts. It's great. I, I feel so bad for those people with the Maltese and everything. <laughs> but um, I'm going for Kevin today. He said uh, his family's not a racing family, but this year they're joining uh, him for the Christian Cullen Lounge uh, for the for his 60th. So good on him. Good on you, Kevin. going to treat them to some fun. So happy yeah, 60th. happy birthday, mate.